Please. Feel like a plow service, in and out, in and out, in and out. Now my pants are soaking wet. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh no, <laughs> it's a really bad habit. Um, I would like to pass. Crickets. Hello, welcome. Thanks for joining us again under the library. This is the show where we play Call of Cthulhu, record it and post it for your entertainment. For the last time, uh, we are going to be at Chaosium, but once this airs, I think we're going to be back. But because we're leaving for Chaosium tomorrow morning, we're going to have a slightly abbreviated show, uh, because we got a lot of packing to do and things. So we're going to jump right into it. My name's Arthur. I'm playing Franny. Uh, Scott is out tonight. Once again, he's being a good parent. Uh, We are joined by Chris as John Boone, Rick as Bello Poulet. Emily is Joe, Wayne is Rutherford, and as always, our incredible keeper and the person who wrote this sandbox that we are playing in is Michael. Michael, show's all yours. I'm not sure I want that kind of responsibility. Uh, Too late. Thanks for. I pass it to you. Cheers. You can't. There's no take backsies. Thanks for joining us. This is the disclaimer for playing Call of Cthulhu, a horror tabletop role-playing game. I'm a little nervous to put things out there because last week when I did, well, most of them came true with a lot of bodily functions. But I'll just say, we are playing mature themes within mature people and leave it at that. Um, And we look forward to you joining us tonight. Take it away, Emily, with our recap. Okay. So as we ended previous to last week, Franny had just asked one of the ghosts, the spirits in the theater, how her great uncle died. So as we began last week, while the rest of the people in the theater see a sort of cinematic style moving image in the mist of a Western funeral, people in a circle throwing dirt on a grave, Franny hears, Jack Crab, you're gonna meet your maker in the background as a black appendage crosses her vision, drags a man across the floor who says, Millie, it was all my fault. A large amorphous uh, jaw snaps and a corpse falls. At this point, the vision recoalesces into a face which resembles, which is the face of Franny's great uncle. And this face answers one more question. Uh, I guess it was Boone that asked a question about a corpse being eaten by cats. So the spirit face told the story of how he accidentally gave cats a hallucinogenic and they attacked a poor man named Lloyd. At this point, the show came to a close. Casper thanks the spirits and takes applause and flies out. In a blink, he's gone, and the cape flutters to the stage. Rutherford tries to grab the cape. He leaps on stage, stares out into the house, looking for signs of the spirits, but the two guards grab him and throw him off stage. While they were distracted, Joe tried one of the side doors. It was locked, but she did see purple mist coming out from tiny holes in the relief work on the base of the wall. At this moment, Boone begins to feel the effects of the pocket chicken. And being a hobo, 
he decided the best path was to squat behind a row and let loose. We called it a poopscapade. There was a stampede. Bello was trampled and took five points of damage. <laughs> Bello has a concussion and a broken oh, wing. Does he? Surprise. Right. Bello. Welcome back, Bello. We missed back you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Joe and Franny move Bello out into the theater's lobby and sit him on a bench leaning against the wall. And at about this time, theater owner Levine starts to make an announcement. We are in lockdown. There are wild dogs in town again. And uh, people in the town would know that every three to six weeks, the authorities move through warning of wolves or rabid dogs. So far, the town has been compliant. But none of us have seen them firsthand, and the stories diverge. Things don't really match up. Franny goes upstairs to use binoculars. She sees flickering lights and military police, but no dogs. Um, Boone and... What is Scott's character's name? Culligan. Culligan. I wrote J and C. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Boone and Culligan discuss the situation as it stands and decide to talk to Dick. Dick is convinced everything that happened in the show is an illusion, but Joe very strongly believes that the spirits are dangerous. They could be from another realm. It is not okay. Levine announces that the lockdown is over. We hear the bullhorn outside and the announcement, the animals have been contained. And that is where we ended our episode. So as y'all are kind of shoulder to shoulder in the theater, everybody, but uh, roll some dice for me. Everybody roll a D100. I'll, I'll give it to the lowest. Well, I'm, in the, the I'm in the bathroom, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Are you 82. 82. Maybe we'll give it to you. That'd be kind of a fun 87. Ooh, 40. Wow. <laughs> 45. How'd you do, Rutherford? 49. All wow, right. I was the lowest roll. How is that possible? That All never right, so, happens. Franny, I'll give you the option. Do you want to give this moment of dialogue? Do you want to take it or do you want to hand it over to Joe with the lowest roll? Highest uh, roll. With the highest roll? I mean, role? highest roll, yeah. Um, I would like to pass. game show in here thanks pat i'd like to pass <laughs> so joe as you're uh, uh kind of wandering through the crowd right you're you're still on the first floor right mm-hmm. uh this uh very kind of poofy haired uh looks like she could be you know in her 60s and uh, a nice kind of florally print dress uh she comes right up to you and she says oh darling honey you are just adorable oh my goodness what did you think of that performance now tell me well hi ma'am my my name's Joe. Who are oh, you? Oh, I knew that already. I could just tell oh. you looked like a Joe to me. You know, I knew a Joe back at home. And, well, she lived right down the street. Now, she was a little older than you, mind you. But, I, you know, <clears throat> she was just a sweet little darling. 
well, that's very nice to know. Had a nose just like yours. You know, uh, this is my husband. His name's Jimmy Dale. He doesn't remember things so well, but, you know, it's okay. He goes around. He enjoyed the show, but I'm not sure. He may not even remember. What was your favorite part, honey? Well, I thought that. Did you see actually when I helped with the cards? I did. You were on stage and that was was amazing. Now, tell me, did you catch a glimpse? How did he do that trick? I have no idea. I couldn't see anything, but. Why do you know me? Oh, I don't know you, honey. Don't don't mistake me. I just I just thought that I might know your name because you just look like that Joe down the street from me. Well, are do you live here in town? I don't know this Joe. Oh no, Jimmy Dale and I we're here visiting. We're on we're 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 on a tour. We just left Abilene, Texas, not too long ago, and we're headed all through the Southwest, but we thought we'd make a step here in Los Alamos because we just think, you know, this might be somewhere where we might settle down one day. It's just beautiful here. Well, that's really exciting. You know, I have a friend that really wants to travel. He just hasn't had the chance yet. And who's your friend? Well, his name's Cully. He's back in the crowd somewhere. I'm not sure where he is right now. Oh, okay. Well, I would love to talk to him. I bet. Let's see. He likes to travel and y'all seem pretty close. Is he a writer of some sort? Well, that's just scary. No, it's a little knack of mine. I'm just pretty good at kind of reading into the details of things. And, you know, I could I could just tell maybe. And I'll be honest, when you got down off the stage and I watched where you went to go sit down, I saw you sit next to him and he was scribbling on a pad. So maybe I saw, you know what I mean? Okay, well, that's fine. Because it's just not, I mean, it's not natural to know things about people when they don't tell you. Oh, I know, but I have a gift. My my mama had the gift and my grandmama had the gift and we all have the gift, but well, it's more, some people say it's mind reading, but really, honey, it's just about paying attention to the details. You pay attention to the details. And about that time while she's talking to you, uh, the man next to her, Jimmy Dale, who's about her age and uh, kind of... Um, equally nondescript really right like you wouldn't stand out in any way uh he's standing right next to her and he says uh out loud he says uh betty betty lou betty lou where are we where where are we and she said oh jimmy dale don't you worry we're we're in the theater remember we just saw the map i where are all these people here what what is this about the dogs where are the dogs coming from I, I, I don't understand. There's dogs. Why? No, honey, don't you worry. There's no there's no more dogs. They took all good care of them. I'm here talking to my new friend, Joe. Right, Joe? Yes, ma'am. Sure. She just seems a little confused, but don't worry. I'm just telling her about my gift. Well, if you have a gift, what do you know about me? Oh, well, I could tell you a thing or two, but just judging by you, you're probably doing some sort of work, like with your hands. I'm guessing, let me think here. Uh, Let me see your hands. Will you show your hands to me? Sure, I'll hold up my hands. And she kind of stares down at your palms and she she looks into your eyes and she says, I bet you work in a grocery store. Do you work in a grocery store? Of sorts. 
And I bet sometimes. And I'm just looking at my hands. And and she goes, and I bet sometimes those palms of yours, they're able to do some lifting occasionally. You know what I mean? Uh, no, it's okay. It's just between. No. It's just between you and me. I wouldn't tell a soul, but it's okay. I know you do a little lifting. Miss Betty Lou here, I'm just never wrong about these things. Well, ma'am, this is quite remarkable. Would you come and meet my friends? Oh, well, I don't know what you'd want me to do that for now you're here, uh, because Jimmy Dale and I, we have a date later, but maybe if we run into you, we'll run into you about town. And you know what? You also seem like somebody who could use a quarter. You mind if I give you a quarter? Would that be insulting to you? I don't need to take your money, but it's very nice of you to offer. As oh, you, you said, I do have a job. You you wouldn't be taken. I think you've entertained the little old lady long enough, and I've gabbed your ears off for, oh, a long time now. So how about you take my quarter, and it'll give me peace of mind for talking your ear off. And well, she, man, reaches, in, of she quarter, reaches into a little purse, and she pulls out a quarter for you. Instead of a quarter, why don't you answer another question for me? Because you asked me if I knew how this show worked, and I don't have a clue, but with your special skills, you might have an idea. Make a persuade roll. That's not a great skill for Joe. <laughs> uh, 73. And That's a fail. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I maybe guess that. going to go out on the limb. <laughs> and uh, she she looks at you and she says, I might tell you later what I noticed, but um, as for now, uh, Jimmy Dale and I have a date at the ice cream shop down the street, and I'm going to go get me a banana split because, whoo, I do love me a banana split. And she, she gives you a quarter, and they start to make their way kind of out through the crowd. Good. Bye. If I look at the quarter, does it look like a normal quarter? That's yep. an excellent Total. question. <laughs> oh, it is a good yeah. question. It has the lava fumes coming yeah. off it. Make a spot hidden roll. Okay. That'd be interesting. That's a little bit of a better skill than persuade. And I got a hard success. Hmm. All right. Then um, this is probably going to be... Oh, what's that word? Anachronistically incorrect. But uh, we're going to say the date on the coin says 1892. Oh, shit. Okay. Hmm. Well, I'll... Uh, for for the, those who might have a look on their face like Rick in the audience right now... 1892 was when our last campaign took place. <laughs> I got it. So if I wanted to turn around and start looking for people I recognized, who would I see first? Who would you see first? Well, I think since he passed this on to you, we'll give that to Franny. Hmm. Okay. Oh, sorry. Since she passed this, mm -hmm. I apologize, Franny. And okay. also, oh, it's Bella, okay, darling. Wouldn't Bella be nearby? Because didn't you say you like uh, set him down on a bench somewhere we did but then i moved away because i was talking to okay. culligan and dick and you as well oh i were, ran i ran away 
Well, you did have a conversation at the end of the session with Culligan and then decided to talk to Dick. So you must have come back from the bathroom. Nope, I'm still in the bathroom. Then I imagined it and wrote down <laughs> notes that I made up. Okay, I that's fine. Know. Yeah. Anyway, um, so do do you fine. come up to so, me? So, so yeah, I come up to you. Uh, oh, th- Franny, there you are. Uh, who are you, who are you talking to there? Well, this lady, I don't know who she was or why she talked to me, but she seemed she gave me this quarter, and it seems to be very. Very old. Look at this. I'll look at it. Do I notice the date? Sure, I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, if not, if you didn't, Joe probably would have pointed it out to you. Yeah. If she said it was very old. You would have looked at the date. Yeah. Well, that's very interesting. Um, do you mind if I if I hang on to that? Could I trade it for another quarter for you? You can have it. She gave it to me, and I told her she didn't have to give me money. I have a job. Hmm. I don't need handouts. I'm going to pull like a handkerchief out and wrap it up in it. And okay. I'm taking that shit back to the lab. But Franny, <laughs> Check it out. I have okay. to tell you, she made me feel really nervous. Why is that? It seemed like she knew things she shouldn't know. Well, like what? Well, like she knew Cully was a writer and she knew I worked in a grocery store and like... Hmm. I, and you've never seen her know. before? I've never seen her before. She said she was traveling and just from, came here. From where? I don't... Texas, I think. I've never been. Hmm. I've never... Well, I haven't been far. We'll just say that. Well, that's very She told you Abilene. No. I don't know if you'd remember. She told you Abilene, though. Abilene, Texas. Okay. okay. Um, well, I mean, now both of those things are easily learnable. She could have seen you in, in the store... And she certainly could have seen Cully with his notebook. He he doesn't hide it. So those two things, I understand why it might be a little weird, but someone who's observant could know those things. Is there anything else she told you that made you feel weird? I I don't know. I uh, I don't remember, Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, Boone's in the bathroom. <laughs> she told me Boone was in the bathroom. Um, I know. I don't know. It was just this feeling I got. But she did say she was going to get ice cream. And I asked if she'd come and talk to my friends because I was starting to feel a little weird. And she wouldn't. Hmm. So now, but, it, now I, don't, I don't mean to change the subject, but then, honey. But I forgot. But I just remembered now oh, that she said remember? she was going to see me later. Now that, I don't know why she would see me later. Well, do you think that she put that the thought of ice cream in your head and now you want to go get some ice cream and you're going to bump into her there? And then she'll be able to say, see, I, I told you we'd meet later. Well, if so, that's just manipulative. Well, that 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 is a little manipulative. but. And she had this man with her who didn't seem to know where he was. Oh, yeah. Was he a little old? Well, they were both a little old. Yeah, that I mean, a lot old, really. Uh, seemed old to me. So, hey, Joe, honey, do you think that we need to get this man here some medical attention? Well, he, which man are we looking at? The, the chicken man. <laughs> he, he does yeah, not look too bleeding, good. Bleeding from the ears. <laughs> I, I'm not a big trampled. fan of him, but it, he he doesn't look healthy. And I would feel bad if something horrible happened to him and we just stood here and, and let him suffer. Ruptured a gizzard. <laughs> 
Mr. Mr. Chicken, are you okay there? I'm just going to pat him on the head. Can you oh, talk? Oh, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can talk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn you one thing or two about a thing or two here. When you get trampled in Kentucky, you just get on up and you just keep on walking. You see, that's that's what we do. We don't let those horses off. Mm -mm. You reckon? I, I think he's... Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know what that is. I, I may have a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, do, we could call the doctor. Yeah, do we know a doctor? Being from the area, we, we would probably know a doctor, right? Sure, there's a doctor in town. Okay. Um, this always works out well. So I'll, I'll go and look for a phone to, to try and call a doctor. <laughs> oh, Is okay. his name Red uh, by any chance? You're going to lose a wing. Does he, does he have a health emporium? <laughs> <laughs> Is this Blue's health emporium? Green's health emporium. Let's 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 uh, let's see how good your doctor is right now and how shady his past is. Okay, excellent. Oh, oh, oh these these are these do not bode well for your doctor. <laughs> I think we'd be great if this doctor was related to the doctor from oh I don't know the last campaign somehow. Yeah. Great. great oh, this, this is, is this is Red's great grandson, Green. Red, yeah, reddish orange. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, the doctor in town, uh, he's he's known for having a uh, y'all would know this about him. Uh, let, let's make it a let, let's change it up a little. Let's make the doctor a her and uh, we'll name her Eveline Gardner. And Eveline makes house calls. Um, she has a penchant when she's out on house calls, though to pick up stray dogs. And so uh, her clinic has a, a massive kennel behind it. So anytime mm. you're at the doctor's office, there's always barking, right? She probably has 15 or 20 dogs back there. That's comforting. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing that you would note that's really comforting <clears throat> is uh, she believes that, and and again, this is, this is common knowledge around town, uh, she she believes that to stay in touch with her practice and to stay motivated, she occasionally volunteers as a grave digger. Does so. does her her does her medical practice use a system where the body has different zones? <laughs> she is a solid a medicine man. Western trained doctor in the cutting edge of 40s science and was invited to the town uh, by the government uh, to be a local doctor. So she is considered, though quite eccentric, uh, to be at the top of her field. And grave digging is her hobby? No, no, it's not her hobby. It helps her stay motivated and to, to, and, uh, to heal people. She occasionally volunteers to help with grave digging. Oh, okay. Okay, sure. Why not? Uh, so I'm going to attempt to go and call her. Okay. Uh, you know, see if I can find a phone, give her a call. Tell her there's a man here who may or may not be a chicken um, who appears to be injured. <laughs> and he has an aversion to dogs because, as he pointed out, 
He smells like chicken. Yes. Uh-huh. Wonderful. Uh, so, which would be perfect so you, to take I'm him assuming, to the doctor's office with all the dogs. Right. So uh, I'm assuming you would ask Mr. Levine. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, 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 hi, uh, how can I assist you? Well, you know, there's this man over here, uh, the one that you didn't particularly like very much, the the chicken man. He appears to be pretty severely injured, and I would like to call Dr. Gardner to try and get him some assistance. How about, uh, could you... Take him to Doctor Gardner. Well, I, I don't have a vehicle. Be more efficient. I I don't have a way to drive him there, and and I I would assume that it wouldn't be good for business if he were to expire in your lobby. Um, so I I was mm. hoping to get the doctor to come here and, and do something with him. Uh, uh, to be yeah. honest, I, I'm just trying to assuage my own guilt. Okay. Uh, and he goes, uh, certainly I'll, I'll take you up to my office and, uh, you can, uh, you can place the call from there. And, uh, he, he starts kind of going up the stairs to the second floor. There's the second floor lobby with the doors, which would lead to the orchestra balcony and then a door off to the right, uh, with his office in it. Okay. Uh, no other doors. I'm I'm looking around to see if I can see anything, just sort of you know, just on the sly, giving some looks left and right, see if I, I see anything investigator uh, style. Make a make a spot hidden. All right. It's still he's rolling. gonna blow it. It's he's, still rolling. He's gonna get like a paper cut in his eyeball. <laughs> no, it's not that bad, but it's not a success. Okay. Uh, Levine's office is a mess. There's papers everywhere. And uh, you're you're just kind of amazed that he's he's able to like run a theater. It's mm-hmm. such a mess. Mm-hmm. So, and he says, uh, you know, uh, here, I, I, since it's my office, do you mind if I wait in here with you uh, while you make the call? Oh, I, I suppose not. I, I, don't worry, I, I won't steal anything. But but it's certainly fine if you if you wait. It should be a short phone call. I hope. Okay. Um, was uh, was was Bello in a good enough position where he could have followed? Um, I don't believe your chicken suit is going <laughs> to allow you to navigate the stairwell with a concussion that well. But if you want to roll on that, you're more than welcome. To. <laughs> I would love to see the results Mr. of that. Mr. Bello, don't try to move. You seem pretty unsteady. 74. Oh, I don't know. God willing, and as long as the water don't rise, I'll make my way up there. He's making a phone call on my behalf. I want to at least provide him with some uh, words of reassurance and gratitude. So as you get to the base of the steps to go up, everything, you've got kind of a double vision, and uh, you, you go to step out on one of the steps that you see, and your legs just miss and you fall forward. Luckily the front of the chicken costume seems to cushion your fall. Uh, but you decide that you might be better off waiting downstairs on the bench. All right. All right. What, what in John nation, uh, Miss, Miss Barnes, there are, there are multiple of you. I, I don't know what happened. Did you, did your twin come in here? It's just me. Oh my goodness. But that reminded me of that lady again. Sorry, I met this lady. I met this lady and she she could just know things about me. And she said that there was a girl that looked just like me that was named. Did she say she was named Joe? 
I'm making shit up now. She, she definitely she had your nose. Video. She did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, she yeah. had my nose. That's right. Well, I see two of you right now. I'll tell you that. And uh, you got the same nose. That is. That is. A- <laughs> you should sit down. Well, that's a good idea. sound medical advice can Joe try to snag another pocket chicken (laughs) while she's helping him down try to pickpocket him (laughs) (laughs) oh man trampled pocket chicken you did don't have not, to. Did we not all learn our lesson about pocket <laughs> yeah. chicken? No, don't tell her that. Let her do it. Yeah, but it's chicken roulette, man. <laughs> it's a really bad habit. You don't have to steal anything. I mean, if I notice you're going in for more pocket chicken, I'll give you pocket chicken. Well, I don't know if you'll notice. <laughs> I feel so wrong. <laughs> I'm not even in this, and I feel wrong. Tim, what I find is chicken. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a fun weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Should I I roll something? You just roll what you find and find. (laughs) Keeper, would that be stealth? (laughs) Can can we just move to Franny's phone call? Because I really... No, no, no. no. This is the thing you're not going to play out? We can't skip past the phone call, but you're going to skip past the pickpocket chicken? Pickpocket chicken. I have a 14-year-old searching Bellow for pocket chicken. It's just yeah. wrong. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, no. <laughs> 16. I'm 16. I just look young for my age. Uh, In Kentucky, that. that's uh, well past Marion age. Oh, yeah. So close to my X card here. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keeper, what are you going to do? Michael, are you going to X-card Emily? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I don't even know. What What do you want to do? She just what wants is, some chicken. Is, I just want to stealth some pocket chicken. <laughs> How did pocket chicken even make its way into this thing? Oh, this is <laughs> That's how. Joe. Uh, she coined the phrase yeah, pocket chicken. This is canon. Um. <clears throat> Well, at least we have a title for the episode. Joe, I guess roll for... You know what? Can we just keep it simple? Roll for luck. But my stealth is better than my luck. It's so much better. <laughs> I have to see if there is any pocket chicken. That's that's. I thought he gave away all the chicken. I'm pretty sure, actually, episode one... That Failed my luck roll. Yeah, we took a lot of chicken. We were like having yeah. it. Chicken feast. Bello always has an extra piece. Oh, no. Please. So if I failed my luck roll, what's in the costume? Please. Oh, God. We don't, we don't want your crack chicken. <laughs> All right. So uh, you, uh, you go to... You go to snag some pocket chicken and... I you you realize like in that moment you're like ah oh. well, is this gonna get romantic a... in that moment no no Suddenly. 
The wind, no, it's the breeze, absolutely. Oh my God. The Michael is so uncomfortable. He's so uncomfortable. I almost <laughs> X-carded it, Chris. We're definitely not getting romantic with the pocket chicken. Uh, you think back to the smell coming out of the theater, that that fresh shit smell that's wafting <laughs> up from the back, and you think to yourself, your little your little Joe brain for a minute there goes, huh? Maybe I don't want to eat the pocket chicken. Is it is it still greaseless? Yeah, it's still greaseless. <laughs> Okay, I have a couple questions. First of all, how did she f- manage to fail her luck roll and then get good advice from the keeper? A- and two, she, I just I just wanted wanna, chicken. I just want to point out for for those who are not watching on YouTube uh, that Emily just tried to take a sip of her own beverage and unprompted just started giggling, and I think may have snarfed a little. <laughs> <laughs> Totally irrelevant. (laughs) But it was really funny to watch. Hey, can we ding Emily for that? That doesn't mean what you think it means. Crickets. (laughs) I'm so glad you tried to pick Pocket Bellow. (laughs) I'm just Uh, not lucky. Just not lucky enough. Keeper, did Bellow notice her trying to snag some chicken? That was my question. Can, can we just go on to Franny's phone call, No, please? no, I need it. No, I, I want to know more about this chicken. Okay, make a stealth roll, Joe. Make your stealth roll. Okay, I would please love make this to. And I also, would Rick, love to. Is, is snag some roll. chicken a euphemism? Oh, God. We're oh. going to find out. I made the roll. Okay, you did not notice. <laughs> we can move on now. Fine. Did she, fi- did she find anything else? Jesus. Is there any is, is there any money or a note Spot hidden? or Ooh. any sort of you know? No, I you said know, I wasn't trying to be dirty. Lucky. I just yeah. thought there might be something else in the bucket. It doesn't so have to was, be creepy, uh, Michael. Seasoning. She was unlucky. She a, was unlucky. Uh, maybe yeah. he wrote down the recipe. A recipe for no, greaseless you chicken. Already used you already used my unluckiness to not eat the chicken. Yeah, which seems like the opposite. I feel like there's another role here. I hate y'all. I hate y'all a lot right now. I just want you to know. Right. Just make it everything dirty. Yeah. Rutherford, could you please interrupt this? Please. I'm just thinking about if there's stuffing in there too. <laughs> Corey, uh, some mashed potatoes. Yeah, her hand landed into a pocket of mashed potatoes. That's for sure. <laughs> Watch out for the gravy. Eh? Uh, don't don't ask where the brown Betty's kept. Uh, so that's. <laughs> We Ooh, can move. Poor Ooh. Michael. We can move on. Can we? Okay, let's do the phone call. Michael <laughs> clearly is not interested in my pickpocketing habits. You okay. failed. You failed. You didn't get anything. You you muffed the 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 <laughs> pocket picking roll. Okay. I don't know. Somehow, not getting the chicken seems like a win. It's true. You got leprosy. Little, you, little, do you, you know. touched Mellow and you got leprosy. Congratulations. Is no. that what you wanted? No, huh? no, no. All right. Honestly, the joke, this. Michael, would be sal- the joke would be salmonella. Yeah, just saying that would be the it's true. Oh, Bello, yeah. Bello's gonna get fried. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Should we go to the uh, phone call I'm now? I'm in the bathroom dealing with my cholera. Oh. <laughs> you got dysentery already. Oh, poor Boone. How is how is this how is the 1940s more like Oregon Trail than the 1890s? That's what I want to know. <laughs> because pocket chicken. Because pocket chicken. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Phone call, Franny. Yes. Okay. So, uh, do I know um, Doctor Gardner's number, or do I just um, do old school, you know, 1940 style? Pick it up. Talk to sure. You know, Janet, the operator, yep. and. Okay. Sure. Uh, Operator. Uh, good evening, darling. Could I have Dr. Gardner, please? Ringing. Hold, please. Thank you. And uh, you hear the ring, 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 ring. And then um, uh, you hear a pretty young voice say, Dr. Gardner's office. How may I help you? Uh, do I hear the dog barking before she answers or the dogs barking? Uh, sure. I'm yeah, imagining dogs barking in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dr. I was, I was imagining the uh, the operator being Lily Tomlin. Okay, that works. <laughs> the one ringy dingy, <laughs> yeah. two ringy dingies. Uh, uh, good evening, Doctor Gardner. Uh, this is Franny. Uh, this from... is not Doctor Gardner. This is uh, her receptionist. Oh, I'm sorry, darling. Uh, this is this is Franny. I'm over here at the uh, at the theater, and there's a gentleman here who uh, seems to have sustained some injuries, uh, and I, I think that he needs to see Dr. Gardner. Is it possible for her to, to make an appearance over here? Would you classify this as an emergency, ma'am? Well, I think so. Uh, we're a little worried to let him even stand up. He, he does not look good. Okay. Uh, it might be a few minutes. Uh, we, we have a, a, a patient who just came in in tears, and uh, Dr. Gardner does want to uh, see to him, but uh, I'll have her over to the theater momentarily if possible. Does, does that, does, does, oh, I'm not there. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm terribly sorry. What is uh, uh, what? What happened to him? There's no hippie oh, yet. There's no hippie yet. There's no hippie. No, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> well, Man, triage is horrible in this town. <laughs> <laughs> well. I here. Let I me daub. Let me daub his tears. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't want to speak out of turn, but um, oh, where'd that southern accent come from? It's now I don't want to speak out of turn, but um, well, he he came in from the dentist, and apparently the dentist was pulling his tooth, and whoo, oh, you should have seen his face. I think they slipped or something. Oh, whoo, oh, I feel for him, but uh, I would say that. Uh, Unless it was a dire emergency, this man probably needs more help than your friend at the moment. Well, I, I mean, I I think he does have a head injury, um, and it, it appears that he oh, may, so does this man. He may have I been, do believe that he may have that, been that pair of pliers probably probably knocked him in the in the skull as it was coming out. Oh, that that sounds terrible. Uh, well, you know, this, I wouldn't use our dentist. I just would. I mean, hmm. you know. Side note, um, I did get. Uh, crown put on today this afternoon Uh, so i was actually in the dentist this afternoon thinking about telling the story of what happened in the dentist in our pre-show conversation today that's what i was thinking as i was sitting there in the chair so anyway um but you're not in tears and you're uh, pretty lucid so it must have gone okay yeah not anymore Uh, no it was it was totally fine it was totally fine um so 
I totally lost my train of thought. Um, well, this man does, I think he's been trampled. Uh, there was a big mass exodus out of the theater, and I think he may have been stepped on and, and knocked about a bit. Uh, so, but we'll wait, we'll wait for him. Okay, I'll I'll have her over there just as soon as I can, you know, and uh, uh, I, I, it, Probably will be the beginning of next episode, but I'll have her there right, right, right and ready. Okay, that sounds that sounds perfect. Thanks very much. I, I appreciate okay. it. Uh, and and uh, you can call the theater if you need to speak with us for any reason. Oh, I, I'll make a note of that. Thank oh, you. Oh, and very do much. you know the name of the person? Do, did I catch his name? I don't know. Hello. Well, I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't think you can I, meet. I, you I can't miss him. Us. Um, he he doesn't. He looks like a big chicken. He's he's dressed as as a chicken, so I don't. You might think need you, a chicken vet. I don't think you can meet. <laughs> you can miss him. Okay. Well, I will let her know that then. Do you need me to call the psychiatrist as well? Well, I don't know. It it might not be a bad idea now that now that you mention it. it he does. He was handing out chicken to children, so it's it, it's possible. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this is starting to sound more concerning by the minute. I am very, very concerned. Do you think I should call the police instead of the psychiatrist? Well, I don't know if we're quite to that level yet. Um, although uh, Mr. Levine may disagree, um, but I'll, I'll let him decide on that if, if he decides to take that course. Okay. But I don't think well, you... that, that anyone is in any immediate danger other than the potential of, of his health maladies. <laughs> I can't wait to tell this story at the bar tonight. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. I'll have her over as soon as I can. And she hangs up. Thanks very much. Here you go. You broke Chris. All right. You get a chicken nugget, and you get a chicken nugget, and you get a chicken nugget. <laughs> He's, he's just a harmless old man handing out chicken to kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> or like a family guy character. Okay. All right. Uh, Rutherford Boone, do y'all want to do anything tonight? Um, well, the doors are open. And I, I was going to say, and uh, I'll, I'll actually go check on uh, Boone because... Uh, yeah. Oh, it was Cully who helped me out, but I'll go check on Boone. Why not? I was going to say. Oh, I was I was helping. You remember before I had my episode, I was uh, using hobo medicine. Oh, that's right, medicine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll I will go to the facilities and check on uh, good, good old Boone in there, and I'll call in Mr. Boo Boo Boone. Are you are you okay? You had a bit of a bit of a, a an episode in the theater and i just want to make sure you're uh, you're uh, well uh yeah i'm fine now and i come out and uh i'm i thoroughly cleaned nice. all the nooks and crannies i took the pants off i uh thoroughly washed them uh, so the only evidence of my shame is that now my pants are soaking wet I was going to say, are you that. wearing pants? Are you doing a Winnie the Pooh thing? No, no, no. I've got pants on. <laughs> okay, just checking. Uh, yeah, a few uh, few hours out in this uh, New Mexico weather, and these pants should be dry. I don't. I don't want. Uh, I don't want. Uh, I can't think of the fellow's name. 
I don't. Dick don't wanna, is his name. Dick. Dick. Oh, how could I forget Dick? I don't. I don't want to give Dick his pants back until you know until they're dry. So. Yeah, you don't want to give Dick wet pants. How you doing? How's your How's your leg? Oh, I, I I'm no worse for the wear. It was uh, only a, a a little bruise. And uh, so we, we should probably make our way out of this th- theater. It uh, seems to be uh, emptying out at this point. The do- doors are open and the, the and I do air quote, the, do- the dogs that supposedly come by are gone. But I don't think there's any dogs. Well, that's, that's both mysterious and fortuitous. I'm, uh, I'm glad that we can uh, get out of here. I don't want to be around the, uh, people that might have seen me. And uh, the young fellow Cully, he seems to have gotten lost in the crowd, and he he might be off. But uh, we shouldn't worry about him. But we we should. Oh, I like uh, I like Cully. He's a he's a good kid. Well, let's, well, if you think he's missing, maybe let's go find him. Uh, I think he was. Just, he knows what he's doing. He was just in the crowd, and I think we should go find uh find our friend, uh, our host, and uh, see how he is, and head perhaps even head back to the house. Okay, okay, that sounds good. And by this time, the lobbies opened up considerably, right? People have pulled poured out kind of into the streets from the lobby, and you know you're not shoulder to shoulder anymore. And um, uh, as you as you look around, you don't see Dick. Um, but we do we we do see a big wounded chicken sitting on the stairs. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't want to bump. I don't want to bump into Dick until my pants are dried out. <laughs> how how big is Dick? Could they just miss him? Depends on how cold it is. <laughs> it's well air conditioned right. in this theater. Uh, yeah, I got to get out where it's warm. <laughs> so uh, let's 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 go wandering, Rutherford. I, I said we'll, we'll look around and see if there's any evidence of these d- d- dogs that they were talking about, but I, I, I don't think there are. And uh, I also wanted to take a look around the back back of the theater, and uh, maybe we can catch a glimpse of Casper uh, um, cleaning cleaning up their act, and perhaps he's on his way. And so uh, that's a good we'll, idea. You lead, I'll follow. All right, so we we'll head on out and. Uh, and I don't know if there's an alley or what the situation was, but we head towards the back of the theater and want to take a take a gander to see what's going on back there. You mean uh, to the front of the theater, back towards the stage? Uh, no, Wait, no, leave, which... leave the theater, but then go no, outside. Like, like the stage, oh, got you. Stage yes, to the, got you, to the yeah, outside of the theater. See if they're unloading the show. Oh, okay. Uh, as, you, as you walk around the side, uh, there is a door but there's no activity outside the door. So the door to the very, oh. very back of the place. No, is shut. Uh, no, yeah, no vehicle park. No vehicle. They... Uh, a, a big reason for this would be that this show is in town for a while. It's been going ah, on. Okay. And oh. It's it's not a it's not a one and done kind of deal. So gotcha. Um, but as you are wandering around the theater, mm-hmm. uh. The sky lights up momentarily with this beautiful kind of fuchsia light. Um, it blinks a couple times. It goes away. There's a big burst of green, and then it's gone as well. <clears throat> is it about sundown or is it past sundown? It's past sundown. 
These aren't infrequent things. And I was gonna say, is that uh, a normal occurrence? It's been. Uh, uh, they talk about it often in the papers, and they talk about the unique uh, Los Alamos borealis effect mm-hmm. of the atmosphere. Uh, is it in the direction of the science labs? And I, I would say, would this is this something that Rutherford would have seen before? I it's something Rutherford definitely would have seen before. Uh, the way the light disperses, mm-hmm. it, it's it's hard to pinpoint, but you could make an intelligence roll on that. Yep, that's what I was going to say. Rutherford's a freaky intelligent, and yep. he would have been trying to triangulate on these occurrences if they're in the same place or different and starting to work out a pattern. Okay. Let's and see what you got. His intelligence roll, I made a normal success. A normal success. Okay, you've you've been able to isolate that the source is on Earth. That it it, despite everything that you've read and all the scientific theorizing about these atmospheric lights, they're though they appear atmospheric, they're definitely Earth-born. And the and I, uh, I get a sense that they're man-made. You don't know about that. Okay. You just know that they're think- Earth-born. Uh, which, which I guess you would probably with that role. Yeah. You, you would hypothesize that they're man-made. That's what I was going to say. Uh, I'm going to surmise that they're, they're having definitely something to do with the science lab and having been in science himself, you know, there's an awful lot of things going on with explosions and his interest in the nuclear world and could be something connected to that. So that would be how, how he susses this out. Okay. Okay. And then I would turn to Boone and I said, those, those, those lights are not, not a, a natural phenomenon. That is so, something I believe coming from the, the nearby science lab. And it's a curiosity and it may be connected to the, uh, to the supposed dogs that come around town. They clear the streets and I think it's a connection. Well, uh, I don't know much about those things. So whatever you say there, Professor. I said, we... Uh, give me another intelligence roll. Sorry. Absolutely. And this roll is brought to you by Spangler Peanuts, the Ooh, tastiest that, peanuts ever made. That one I make a hard success. Oh, speaking of Spangler, uh, yes, I will have one. There you go. It's time for our Spangler's break. Uh, the you notice that the lights, and you have been able to. Uh, or more than notice, you've been able to document that these lights occur right after the release of a lockdown and containment of the animals. Okay, so there's a pattern, a pattern yep. for sure. And I, I said to Mr. Boone, I said, I said, there's there's something uh, there's something going on, on on in this town, and I, I don't I don't know what brought you to this town, but uh, I mean to find find out and get to the bottom of it. There's some un, unnatural activity going on in perhaps dangerous, very dangerous scientific uh, research that puts everyone here in danger. Oh, well, adventure is my middle name. So, yeah. Well, I'd like to invite you on board in, in, into finding out w- what was going on. This is what let, had me leave my, my position at, at a college. I was drawn to the, the, the phenomenon that they're working on here with, I believe, new, the, the whole new world of nuclear energy and releasing it in in perhaps foolish ways uh again you're talking to the wrong person i don't 
understand a word what you just said, but uh, you know, if you need someone to, you know, distract someone or you know, whatever. Then then I, I sh- then let's shake on it. It's a deal. Let's work on this together. I was gonna say okay. I spit in my hand like hobos do, and and Rutherford's right on board with that. So Rutherford is he's single minded in, in in his endeavor to find out what's going on obviously with the stage and stuff like that. And he says, and I, I'm, I'm not sure what's going on in this, this theater, but there was some unnatural goings on here too that, that are un, unexplainable. I don't think they are connected, but uh, there's just more strange happenings in this town than, than should be. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, in the theater, that definitely wasn't science. Uh, that was uh, some sort of hocus pocus. But... Uh, yeah, as for the science, uh, well, yep, I, I can't think tonight. Yeah, I suggest we go find words our Words connected with <laughs> other words occasionally provide meaning, which is transmitted <laughs> from me to you, etc. Basically, he pooped out everything in the theater. <laughs> I, well, I don't have I'll any electrolytes you. left. <laughs> Mr. Boone and I, I see, and he's in he's in a way where he needs to have a good glass of lemonade back at at Mr. Mr. Uh, at Dick's house. The lemonade needs to replenish him, so I'll, I'll bring him out front, and we'll look for our host. Okay, and make a spot hidden. Oh, I think we're pretty good at spot hidden. Let uh, us see. That's a good roll. Let me see what I have there. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I made a hard success. Oh, y'all are really going to fuck up the plot line here then. <laughs> and, I, and I got a success. All right. So... Mm, Boone, as you look down the street... Rutherford's looking the other way. Boone, as you look down the street, you see uh, two men appearing to shove another man into a car. Not not like throw him into the car, but a little forcefully move him into a car. Um, but you don't see your host anywhere. And in the, in the kind of dusk light, it's hard Uh-oh. to make out who they are, but you see this yeah. occur. Well, let uh, Rutherford know, Hey, a uh, couple of fellers are just kind of manhandling another fella into a car over there. And I said, did, did, did you get a, a look at what he was wearing? No, I could I couldn't see my uh, you know my eyes are kind of. All right, I'm gonna ask our keeper. Would Rutherford, having now known Dick for a while, sensed any that Dick should be careful, or that people may have been after him for his uh, for who he is, and maybe some things he was doing or intention. <coughs> Do we have like an intuition role? That's what we need. What what would intuition be in? We need that. Yeah, that could be a great, uh, a great thing to add to it. Hmm. What would that be? That's a great question. Huh. I guess it would be one uh, of the psychology. They, they have an idea role, oh, but that's idea. intelligence. Yeah, that's more. That's more if people get stuck. Yeah, I'm trying to think of intuition. Mm. We yeah, could should, call that like insight. In D D, that would be wisdom. Survival or insight. Or... Yeah, be insight. Oh, 
we don't we don't have insight. Oh no, no, yeah. in D D it would be insight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Which I'm wondering intelligence based. Yeah. Um hmm. All right, let's call it a I'll put your intuition under listen. I, I know that's kind of a weird reach, but we'll uh well no, psychology's good. Let's do psychology. Yeah, psychology makes sense because you know your friend. We'll call it that. How about listen? i'm I'm okay with listen because you know depending on how you're listening to your friend's tone and those kinds of things it's kind of a stretch but we don't have a direct corollary so let's go with it i was gonna say because being an egghead he actually has a pretty he has a pretty good listen skill because that's what he's learning things we're gonna roll that oh my goodness i just made it i got it okay and i regular you get it as 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 Boone tells you this, you get a real sinking feeling in your stomach, right? Because you're kind of flashing back to the house and you're thinking about uh, how he was shaking a little bit more when he mm-hmm. was making drinks than he normally would. He seemed a little edgy in his words. And uh, even though uh, Dick's not known for being the most hospitable person, um, he was unusually preoccupied. And as you as you kind of piece these things together, uh, you're all of a sudden starting to feel really uncertain. Mm. And I say, Mr. Boone, I, I have a I have a dreadful feeling about that figure down down the road. I, I just have a weird sense. And uh, I and, Rutherford- and at about that time, the car. OK, takes off. Yeah. So I was going to say Rutherford would run. Just, he would just start running. He just reacts. And he would try to get a look to see if he sees anything about the car that would distinguish it. Um, it's getting to be darker. So I don't know if there's streetlights to see color, make, model, license, whatever he could see. All right. Give me a spot hidden on that. All right. Distinguishing mark. Looking for a dent even. Who knows? And a... A spot. He's got a really good, really good spot hidden and being a super a good scientist. So 63 is a success. Okay. And you're able to identify that it's a very generic looking black car. Um, the license plate as, as it zooms away in the dusk is pretty illegible. And uh, it, your your instinct combined with what you're seeing uh, to you, it just reeks of being a government automobile. Oh, there, I was going to say, so it's so bland. It's government. Yeah. All right. And if, I don't know if, if Mr. Boone follow, you know, came, but I said, Mr. Boone, mm-hmm. I, I, I believe our host has been taken by the government. And I, I think we are, we, we need to get our friends together. Um, I was going to say who in our group knows, Dick the best. Uh, Culligan. That's what I thought. So okay. we'll be able to we'll be able to grab him next. Actually, you probably do. You yeah. would know him best, and Culligan would right, know him well. He knew him from you know college days and such like that. As, you, I, as you're as you're saying this, <clears throat> um, a very tall, slender woman with um, uh, deep black hair and a lock of skunked hair. Do you know what that means? Like mm-hmm. a, yeah, white. Uh, a lock of skunked hair uh, walks into uh, the front of the theater doors. Uh, she has on a lab coat and <laughs> uh, 
shouts very loudly, did somebody call a doctor? And we'll close there. Nice. Nice. Fantastic. Oh, our mystery starts. Nice. That was a tremendous amount of fun. All right. Thanks for joining us. That's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, We will see you next week. In the meantime, please come and check us out under the library.com, under the library on Instagram, under the LIB on Twitter, and on YouTube. Uh, You can just search under the library. Can I throw a shout out in Yeah, here? shout out all you want. Go for I, it. We should put this at the beginning. We'll have to put oh, the yeah. Beginning we really should so, talk about this. Yeah, we have published a module under the library has put out a module on drive through RPG. And it's a tie-in to season one of our show. And if you want to, look it up. It's called The Snake's Oil. Uh, we're really proud of it. Features all the characters from season one and an undiscovered plot line that we wrote out for y'all. So if you're interested, take a look there. If you have any questions, reach out to us. And with that, we are going to say goodnight for myself, for Michael, for Emily, Wayne, Rick, Chris, and even the absent Scott. Thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. It's chicken roulette, man. He was handing out chicken to children. Maybe I don't want to eat the pocket chicken. Is it still greaseless? I don't want to bump into Dick until my pants are dried out. How big is Dick? Could they just miss him? So anytime Hmm. you're at the doctor's office, there's always barking. You don't have to steal anything. And grave digging is her hobby? Okay. Sure. Why not? No, no, no. I've got pants on. (laughs) Okay, just checking.